Welcome to the KFA Podcast, where our mission is to keep faith alive by kicking ass. We are here with my ADU, and we are going to have a chitty chat with them today and figure out what's going on in the ADU world. That's right. So who are we? Who are you guys? So we are my ADU. We're uh, Introduce yourself. Okay. Uh, well... <laughs> uh, my name is Luke Schaefer, um, and I am one of the founders and the president of MyIDU. Right on. And who is this lovely lady? I am Amanda Durfee, and I do all the sales, marketing, and operations office management. I work alongside Luke, uh, part of the core team of the company. Right on. And we already know who this guy is here. Mr. Larry Hales, podcast host. Thanks Mr. for coming. Thanks for coming here. Another podcast host with Cardinal Financial. So, okay, we're just having a conversation. We're just chatting. We want to learn about my ADU. So we're just going to open it up, and you guys tell us a little bit about what's going on. We're going to interject, ask some questions, and then try to educate the world out there on ADUs in Clark County and the surrounding area. Well, first, what is an ADU by definition? I hear the the term ADU thrown out a lot. Yeah, we get that question a lot. Especially with our name being my ADU, people often are like, well, what's my ADU? And then we get to go into explaining it. So it's a good way to advertise a little bit and and explain what ADU means. Yeah. So it's an acronym for accessory dwelling unit, uh, which basically means it's not the primary unit on the property, but it is a full dwelling unit, which means it includes uh, accommodations for sleeping, cooking, uh, bathroom, you know, et cetera. Like an apartment yeah, exactly. in your backyard. Yep. Yeah, we like to call them backyard homes. Backyard homes. Because um, it kind of captures the idea a little bit better. That's a, that's a really good explanation, actually, because a lot of people can't. They, they, when they think of ADU, they think of something that's attached to the house. Sure, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah, and they can be. So okay, you can, can have be. an attached ADU, or a lot of people will convert a basement or a garage into an ADU. Um, but they can also be detached, uh, which is actually what we specialize in. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And it's not a shed you're right, planting exactly. on, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's not okay. a tough shed. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, I've got a tough shed. It can be an ADU. No, it's a little bit more than that. Okay. Yeah. Full plumbing, electrical, yep. everything. Mm-hmm. The, yep. Just a, basically a house in the backyard. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So why do people do these? Why do people build ADUs? Yeah, man, they can apply to a lot of different scenarios. What we have found uh, primarily is that we're working with families that want more space for their family in some way, shape, or form. So um, moving mom and dad into the backyard, okay. you know, college-age kid, you know, that graduates school and can't afford their own house right now. And so, you know, you can build an ADU in the backyard. Um, even, you know, high school kids, you know, maybe you outgrow your house. You need some more bedrooms. You build an ADU in the backyard. Um, but that's just, you know, the family piece is just one piece of it because it could also be a rental Uh, You could build it, rent it out, either as a short-term rental, like an Airbnb, or they can be long-term rentals, just like a regular rental house. Hmm. Yeah. And how many of the people that you build ADUs for build for rentals as opposed to expanding the family, wanting stuff for... Right now, among our clientele, it's probably about 90-10. So the vast majority are building for family. Okay. And we've only had a few build... For the rental opportunity and going down that road have you penciled that out we or have, do they yeah. do that or how does that work yeah i've actually been surprised that that's kind of our ratio because it pencils out so well obviously not quite as well now with interest rates the way they are today as they were a few years ago 
But when we started out a few years ago, it was an absolute no-brainer uh, on the investment side of things um, because you could build the ADU and cash flow instantly. You weren't waiting for a four, five, six, ten-year, right. you know, gain equity, you know, pay off your mortgage, and then you're cash flowing on your rental. Like it's it's instant. Um, so it's a little bit less now, but it's still right there. It doesn't take long for you to be in the black. Yeah. Okay. Even today. Even today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and but so cost-wise, what do we? I know there's a huge range, but like, what are we looking at? The cheapest, the most expensive. What's a range of something like this going to sure. cost? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, it depends on how big you're building because you can build ADUs of all different sizes. Uh, I think the by code, the minimum square footage is only like, I think it's less than 200 square feet, um, which oh, is wow. tiny. Okay. Um, but as long as you have you know, meet that requirement, then it can be an ADU. Um, all the way up to currently 800 square feet, but that's changing to be 1,000 square it feet. It actually depends on uh, how big your lot size is. They've actually recently changed it to, if you have a larger lot size that's over 10,000 square feet, it bumps it up to a 1,000 square foot ADU, and then it continues to bump up up to a 1200 square foot ADU. Yeah, and that varies by jurisdiction. So it does. what Amanda was just talking about, I think is Clark County. Yep, um, city of Vancouver is still the yeah. 800 max, but Clark County has raised it. Yeah. And, and where do you guys service right now? Right now we're mainly in Southwest Washington. Okay. Um, so Clark County um, and the surrounding counties, uh, Cowlitz and um, uh, Skamania. Uh, but we are recently licensed in Oregon, and so we are starting to push into the Portland metro area as well. Okay, okay. So and where are you wanting to take this? How big are you guys um, wanting to grow this company? All over the place. <laughs> yeah. Nationwide, yeah, take nationwide. Over. Kind of the let's limit. just open yeah. it up. Yeah, because we think it's such a cool thing. Um, I think everybody should be building ADUs. And so uh, as we can grow, you know, we're trying to get our feet under us, you know, establish a solid foundation, but then, you know, we'd love to expand up and down the I-5 corridor, you know, maybe Central Oregon, um, and then beyond, uh, possibly even, you know, with maybe a franchise model. Okay, that's, I was just, okay. Yeah. So starting with just your crew, growing your crew, and then yep. turning it into a franchise yeah. potentially? Yep. Yeah, yep. well that would be interesting. So how far have you gone down that road? Um, we've taken a few steps that way, um, but still pretty early stages of that, so. So what got you into ADUs? Why, because you just said, yeah, I think everybody should have one. Why, yeah. do, you, why do you think that? Um, so our company is built off the back of a residential home building custom custom builder company. My dad has built houses his whole career. So I grew up in the construction industry okay. uh, and tried to get out of it for a little while, but uh, kept getting pulled back in because uh, <laughs> that, that was my experience. And, uh, and there's a lot of aspects to it that I really love. Um, I love being a part of providing housing for people. Uh, I think it's just a really important part of our economy and of our, you know, everybody needs a place to live, right? Absolutely. And so being part of creating spaces for people to live uh, has been a, a passion of mine. Uh, so uh, through a series of, you know, working in different parts of the construction industry, I ended up back working with dad, building custom homes. And as he kind of looked at retirement, I took a look at, you know, what do I want to do going forward and uh, what's something I could specialize in. Um, so about that time, I was really interested in like the tiny house movement, like, you know, like tiny yep. houses on trailers, yep. uh, where 
uh, you know, you had to kind of get really creative with how to package everything in a small space. Mm. So I was really into that. And about that time, I had a friend up in Seattle that was like, hey, my parents are going to build this ADU in their backyard. It's a pretty cool idea. And it just kind of, you know, there's this light bulb moment for me where I was like, that's really interesting. So I started digging into ADUs and went, oh, like not a lot of people are specializing in this, you know. People can build them. A lot of people were, you know, homeowners were building them themselves, okay. Because they were like, I want this, and um, there's some cool resources around. Uh, Portland is one of the epicenters in the nation for ADUs. Um, there's some really cool resources. There's uh, a guy over in Portland named Cole Peterson that has kind of made himself the expert um, in ADUs, and so there was just a lot of. Um, good information to dive into and I realized nobody was really doing it here in Clark County at least okay. not the way that I thought that it could be done and like a side benefit or side yeah it was kind of like main, yeah there were, there were other construction companies that were you know building ADUs but it wasn't their bread and butter and I and I went you know we could take this and make it the thing that we do and probably spread awareness a lot faster than you know than just one category of you know type of project that somebody does you know on their website so yeah so we dove in um, and how long ago was this this was this started developing back in about 2018 okay um, and then we kind of so launched fairly new. Yeah, yeah yeah pretty recently well the rules have just recently changed they, right you could not build an ADU yeah. in your backyard up until like what maybe Five years ago? Yeah, right it, de it depends on where you were and what yeah. jurisdiction you were in. People had different rules, but it was pretty limited. It was. And yeah. so uh, all of a sudden the rules started changing as we started hitting this housing crisis and uh, the state, I mean, all the way up to the state level started going, man, we need other options for density. And so the ADU rules started changing, and that was about the time I started getting interested in it. Yep. So it's relatively new it's not just that nobody was doing it it's that the rules have changed and you said oregon pretty much pioneered yeah this. oregon uh in a lot of ways california um, as well um and then they've had some forward-looking adu uh, legislation but then washington just this past year kind of stepped up their game and um, here in washington we passed one of the strongest adu legislation bills in the country um, Let's talk about that. So, yeah, they're, yeah. they're saying it's stronger than Oregon and California, which have been ahead of all of us. So with that being said, there's a lot of changes coming. Yeah. Let's dig into that. What do you know about these changes? Well, they, they, all of the jurisdictions and counties have uh, options to choose a little bit from them, but there's some flat-out rules that will actually say you cannot do anything but this. Uh, they're allowing people to build up to two ADUs on their lot, whether that's one attached or one detached, or if it's two detached or two attached. You can still have two ADUs. Um, in some areas, you can build two ADUs right now, but one has to be attached. Um, but now they're saying, nope, that doesn't get to be the case anymore. You can do that. They're not putting limitations on the, the height of it, which in many cases, they don't want your ADU to be taller than the main house. So it can't be taller than the main house. Now they're saying you can't put a, a height limitation on it. Uh, Within a certain amount, I think the height limitation is actually 24 feet. Yeah, which so it's basically still allows you to build a two-story. Two yep. Yeah. So they basically said, regardless of the height of the main house, you can build a two-story ADU. Okay. 
And this is all happening when? It's, it's done or it's in the works yeah. or it's... Yeah, so this was voted in last April uh, or April of this year of 2023 um, was put into effect. Statewide. Statewide. Wow. With the, the caveat that um, the way that it's rolling out is that they're requiring jurisdictions as they update their urban growth plan like okay. as they yeah. update their plan, they have to incorporate these rules. Mm -hmm. So it's going to roll out at different times in different jurisdictions okay. um, with no like absolute deadline of when that's happening. Do you have but, any idea how that works with like CCNRs and HOAs and all that? Yeah, so the way that I read the bill right now, and of course I'm not a legal expert, but sure. the way that I read it, um, it looks like uh, HOAs that have certain rules in place right now get to keep those, but anything moving forward as of, I think July of this year, um, when uh, when that legislation uh, was enacted, um, any new HOAs or um, you know organizations cannot you know be more restrictive than these state level rules. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anything else that we should know about these new? Uh, there's plenty more changes. and again there's a lot of them that we're still researching and looking into asking the county about we are very interested in learning more about what does Clark County say city of Camas city of Vancouver um, because again it's in urban growth areas it's not in the rural areas so that's not going to change or affect those yeah. they may end up changing theirs anyways but they're a little bit slower they're a little bit more behind they want to keep their rules and their zoning codes to what they have right now so We'll see. One of the cool things that's changing um, is that right now jurisdictions are allowed to require that the homeowner live on the property if you're going to build, oh. or the property owner rather, mm -hmm. uh, has to be on the property to build an on ADU. One you, of the two? Yep, either live in okay. the ADU or in the main and that's house. that's currently the way it is? They're allowed to. Now, several of the jurisdictions around here don't do that. City of Vancouver, Clark County don't have that, but like City of Camas, City of Washougal have that requirement, mm. um, call it an owner occupancy requirement. Okay. And this new legislation says that you can't do that anymore. Wow. Um, and that'll open it up for basically landlords to yep. be able to put another door on their property well, of a rental house. How would that work house. if somebody wanted to sell that home in Camas? I'm not entirely sure. I mean, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. No. no. Yeah, so they have to sell it to somebody who's going to occupy one and to occupy. They yeah. couldn't sell that property to an investor. I suppose I, so. Yeah, I would love to ask somebody that question. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, well, maybe somebody yeah. listening to this knows that. Yeah, can, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, now real estate agents are going to have to be up to speed on some of these new rules too. For sure. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, not only that, but if somebody's looking at a property, knowing, oh, this has the ability to put a duplex. So basically, mm -hmm. what you're saying exactly. is you could build a duplex. Yep. Two yeah. unit. You could put two doors mm -hmm. on your in your backyard. Yeah. Yeah, and they've increased the the uh, maximum allowable size up to a thousand square feet. So, essentially, in the right scenario, you could build a two thousand square foot oh, duplex. Unit? Yeah, a thousand square feet per unit. Okay. So you could build two thousand square feet in your backyard. You get two thousand square if feet. If you in your have backyard. the room, yeah, yeah, you can't go over lot coverage, of course. But if you have the yeah. space to okay. build, then you can build it. Yep. And what are setbacks right now in Clark County? Uh, it depends on yeah. the zoning. It's all yeah, different as it's well? It's all different, yeah. Okay. Wait, but, what's a setback? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> that's a great question. There you go. Well, you dig in. Okay, this so yeah, so the setbacks are, you can only build so close to your property line, so they they make you maintain a certain 
um, kind of margin okay. between any structure and your property line uh, for mainly it's um, it's a fire code thing so that buildings aren't built too close to each gotcha. other. Gotcha. So that you don't have yeah. like two things budding yeah, right smack exactly. up to one yeah. another. Yeah. Because this is you. I mean, you're putting in a foundation and and, and everything. It's not something that you can just pick up and move right. over three feet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Our particular product is built in place. We build conventionally, just like a normal house. So yeah, we've got the full foundation, crawl space built up from there. Wow. Yeah. And th so the way that you guys did it is you kind of, you systemized it. We that's did. What, that's what I like about this yeah. is you're like, well, we've got like these 10 floor plans. Yeah, 10? we're up to about 15 now. Okay. Yeah. And so you just pick one and and mm -hmm. you already know how much lumber, yeah. what the cost is going to be approximately, exactly. you know, like everything is completely systemized, yeah. which I think is yeah. absolutely genius. Yeah, it's kind of the best of both worlds coming from the custom home building world where you start from scratch every time, you know, you design something cool, then you have to figure out how to build it. We've kind of, it's the middle ground where we've already designed it. We already know what it's going to take to build, which means I already know the budget. You know, the only variance is what's it going to take to hook up to utilities on your specific property. And other than that, mm. you know, then it streamlines the whole process because we're building these same units over and over. And do you get like discounts on permits or any of that kind of stuff since you already have a, a home on there? How does Park County work? Would that be great? That would be really nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> any kind of a break uh, at especially because they know us so well. So yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. No. Um, no, we don't specifically. Our company doesn't, but ADUs in general do. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. So they get a, a discount on permit fees and impact fees. Um, and that depends on jurisdiction right now. And there's also some of that in this new legislation mm -hmm. as well. It's kind of limiting the amount of fees that can be paid for or charged by a jurisdiction for an ADU. I think they've had it. They have it at 50% yeah, right now they can't. Of, of like a primary residence. Yeah. Okay. There's yeah. some areas that still charge the same impact fees. Um, I think it was city of Ridgefield that we were working with mm -hmm. and they charge the same impact fees due to the new schools um, that are they're being built but they charge them for the adus themselves just as they would the main home wow and so it's quite a bit more for that permit cost yeah and so you can kind of see the difference um and in, in contrast like the city of vancouver um, doesn't charge any impact fees because um, wow. so, they're kind of incentivizing adus a little bit more so um yeah, i mean talking nuts and bolts uh ADU permit in city of Vancouver is between 25 and 2,800 bucks. And um, in a jurisdiction like city of Ridgefield, it's about $30,000. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a different that, yeah. world. Yeah. I mean, so, that's a make or break on the deal. Absolutely. Especially when has, yeah, yeah, homeowners will come out to us and say, oh, well, I was talking with my friend and they live down the road. They just happen to be in Clark County and one's in city. And they're like, well, we want to build this and it's similar. Um, and then they ask for a quote. Well, it's again thirty thousand dollars more. Well, how is this? They don't, you know. We have to then explain it and be the bearer of bad news and say, well, this is why. Yeah. So. Yeah. So wow. that's one of the things that this state legislation is trying to address. Well, that even almost, the that field almost seems like that. Ridgefield's saying without saying we don't want it. Yeah, I think that's part of what they're able to do. Like not saying we're not going to allow them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Jurisdictions yeah. are kind of able to vote on whether they 
they want them based on what they charge for them. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, and then nobody's the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Except for well, yeah. Yep. D- now correct me if I'm wrong. Some of the lots, at least in the newer areas in Ridgefield, are a lot smaller. Is there is there a minimum lot size or a maximum lot size? There is a minimum lot size. Okay, um, but it's pretty small. Okay, it's, yeah. We don't run into that very often. It's really only the setbacks that get us on some of those smaller lots. It's not really the lot size or the square footage of the the lot itself, but it's where the house is placed. Mm -hmm. Many of the older properties, they put the house all the way in the back of the property. Mm. um, And then they have a decent sized front yard, but maybe it's long and narrow and you can't put the ADU in front of the main house. It has to be behind or beside it. So then they don't have the space to build. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's changing at all. I don't see any changes to that in this new legislation. So yeah, the, the whole idea is there's still kind of a, a visual subordination is kind of the word that they sure. use that they want for ADUs. They don't, they don't want them to um, you know, kind of be the primary thing on the property. Okay. It's still supposed to be accessory. Yes. And so beside or behind kind of keeps the main house the main house. And so a 5,000 square foot lot, you can put an ADU on? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If there's room. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, if you attach, then a lot of times you can build an ADU as a addition or something like that. And you guys do the attached as well? We do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't do conversions. Like a garage um, conversion? Like a g- garage or basement, okay. um, which is a great way to get an mm-hmm. ADU. Like I'm not opposed to them, but just our business model is that we're, we focus on new construction. Mm-hmm. So we will attach, um, but we primarily do detached. And then how do you guys warranty stuff since you're doing new construction? Yeah, so we warranty it similar to how we would, uh, you know, a full-blown house. Okay. Yeah, so we've got our own structural warranty that we carry, um, and then all our manufacturers have their own product warranties that um, are exactly the same as if you built a custom home. Okay. So yeah. like most new construction here has like a 12-month. Mm-hmm. Everything's yep. covered for the yep. first 12 months. Exactly. Do a walkthrough right before the end. And yep. Then, yeah. Yep. And that's exactly sure what we do. Yeah, we've got a, we've got a one-year. Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. And then they want it, they can buy. Can you buy those like extended warranties for ADUs as well? I believe so. Yes, I've actually talked to a couple of warranty companies, um, and it hasn't worked out for us to offer those. But consumers could go directly to them. And I know a lot yeah. of people in the real estate world. Like mm-hmm. the sellers will buy that as a perk, or the real sure. estate agent will buy it as a perk sure. for you know for yeah. the buyer just for yep. peace of mind. Yep. So I don't know. Just yeah. An and idea, I believe but. you can do that for the ADUs. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So, have you found when you when you take and put one of these ADUs, uh, let's say it costs a hundred thousand dollars to put the ADU on, it, does that transfer over to the value of the home like almost immediately? Yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, it doesn't um, in property value, which is actually a good thing because then you're not paying as taxes. much taxes, yeah. property taxes. Yeah, um, but that's starting to catch up a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, the assessors are starting to see the value of the ADU. So we are starting to see an uptick in the, you know, the property taxes, but we've seen the, the sale value of the property follow immediately. Um, we've had a couple of our previous clients mm-hmm. sell their homes uh, after we built an ADU and just based on us looking at what we think their property was worth before and then what they sold it for. Um, right. It was almost a direct correlation to how much the ADU cost. Oh man, you talk about a selling point? Yeah. Like forget well, about it. Like I'm touring a house, I'm like, wait, I can have my own space out here. Like yeah, this exactly. is my own office. Or, so the only yeah. negative from our side that I'm seeing is that they haven't 
fully caught up yet because there's not enough comparables when the appraisers yeah. go out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's not, because you have to have like-kind properties, right? Mm-hmm. So if, yep. like, how many ADUs are in a one-mile radius mm-hmm. or a five-mile radius? Yeah. Well, sometimes in a one-mile radius, there isn't yeah. any. Yeah. So now you're doing a lot of adjustments to that appraisal to make right. it work. Right. And so the value is not fully there. But yeah. when you come across from the, from the different angle and do the cap rate mm-hmm. side, if you're coming from an investor standpoint, mm-hmm. then you're like, hey, look at this as two units, like a duplex. Right. Let's pencil this out as investment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it makes sense. Yeah, right? totally. But when you're just trying to get full value out of that, having an ADU, it will happen. I just don't it think will. there's enough of them out there yeah. yet to get full value. It's maybe in Portland there is. Right. Yeah. But, but, but here, here in Clark County, yeah, it's, you don't it's starting to catch up. I mean, just yep. in the past three years, we've seen it change dramatically. And even the uh, like appraisers that I've talked to are starting to talk about it. Like I'll meet appraisers and they're like, oh yeah, like I'm trying to get caught up on the ADU thing because we've got to be able to appraise these appropriately. So I'm starting to hear the right language Good. Um, yeah. from the people in the industry that, it, you know, that matter. Yeah. 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 No, that's a big deal. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I always look at it from the real estate agent side as if I'm a real estate agent, I need to know about this kind of stuff. Number one, I need to know about the changes and the rules and like what I can and can't do. Because mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm selling a property, helping my buyers buy a property in Ridgefield, yeah, I'm like, yeah, and they're asking questions about ADUs. If I'm a real estate agent, I know, oh, it's going to cost an extra right. thirty grand exactly. to do this in Ridgefield versus just saying, oh, yeah, I think you can do that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, not mm-hmm. knowing. Yeah. yeah, especially when a lot, again, a lot of the people we've talked to and a handful of the people we've built for specifically were interested in buying a new property in order to build their ADU. So they didn't even have a lot yet. They came to us, said, this is what we want. They then, you know, caught up with us six months, a year later, and then we built for them. But for those realtors, they need to know that, especially when they're trying to sell that lot. Right. What can I build? How big? And what's the, you know, limitations to that? Right. And yeah. th- that's something that you guys could totally do. Like, right. you'll do a feasibility study. Exactly. We do that all yeah. the time. And we've worked with several people that um, we've looked at multiple properties that they've been interested in buying to see if building an ADU is feasible on that property. Um, we've had a couple of clients where then they bought the property uh, based on our recommendation and we built an ADU for them. Wow. Yeah. So you guys, so up front while people are out shopping, you guys yeah, are willing exactly. to go out and yeah. do this? Yeah, I tell people that all yeah. the time. Like okay. while you're shopping, if you need an ADU, yeah. you don't have to find a property that already has one. Just keep us in the loop. We'll keep you, you know, updated on, you know, just send us the listing. Say, hey, this is a property we're looking at. We can generally, even without setting foot on the property, do a feasibility study in about 10 minutes yeah. and Google know maps. what's possible. Yeah. So how, Google, maps, yeah. Yeah. Google Maps and the yeah. county GIS. The county GIS you know, is the most beneficial, yeah. yeah. Oh, it it gives you everything. GIS it does. In the country. So good. It's you guys. so, so good. easy so and nice. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's very true. It. All the other areas are like, can I just find the lot? I just want to find it. <laughs> yep. Tell Gosh. me the zoning. By the way, when it was down, because it was down a few weeks ago, we didn't realize how much we relied on it. And then it was like, is GIS back up at? Nope. Not yeah, that was a it was long terrible. week. Yeah. And I terrible. talked to some of the people down at the county because I had to go down there afterwards and talk with the some of the permitting techs down there. And they were saying how a lot of people had to just go home and take time off because there was nothing they could do about it. Yep. It was completely shut yeah. down. Some people worked on filing because that's all they had to do. So <laughs> yeah. Just to keep their hours. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We live in such a digital world now yeah. that that goes down and what do you do? Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
Yeah, we are oh. super spoiled, though. I mean, it yeah. is it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, like I go to another county and I'm like, what? You don't have this, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. Well, especially being able to look at the sales history of something, and like Luke was saying, we can see what it was just sold for. If it was one of our our properties that we built on, we can see how much did they gain from it. Again, the property value versus the sale value and mm-hmm. such. Yeah, yeah. So back to the original question, like, yes, as people are shopping we would love to be involved in that process yeah. because okay. we can let you know what you can do on a, any given property um, pretty quickly. Mm. So we need to figure out a way to get, yeah, more of the real estate community involved with you guys up front, yeah. Yeah. educated, yep. obviously, exactly. way more than they are currently. Mm. So then I think it'd be super yep. beneficial for you guys yep. just to have that whole community in your yep. back pocket. Yeah. So, and maybe they'll put one in ADU in their own backyard. Maybe they will. Absolutely. Yeah. I wish I would have had this option, you know, five years ago. Yeah. I would have I would have built and put my mom in my backyard and just had her right nice and close. And she had her own space, Mm -hmm. you know, which is exactly what she wanted and you know, would have been brand new. Are you kidding? She would like, oh my my son built me his own my own house yeah. in his backyard yeah. I know. that's uh, one of the things that uh, many people say too is that they wish they would have done it um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. time goes so quickly and then you're like I want to do this and then all of a sudden it's a couple of years later and all of a sudden your parents need a little bit more care than they did yep. before it's too late and it's too late because if they spend so much time and energy trying to build this with us then it takes away from what they're doing with their parents currently and it's unfortunate because putting their parents into a care facility is, you know, five, seven, eight—I don't know, ten thousand dollars a month just yeah. to have oh, them yeah. be cared for, yeah. Yeah. when they could have them in their backyard, yeah. and then they're caring for them themselves. You can hire somebody, yes, to come yeah. and take care of yep. them yep. in your own place yes. at that point for yeah. that same amount of money. It's and or that's, less, yeah, or less, lot, yeah, less, or yeah. less. Because yeah. they might not need around-the-clock care. Yeah. Right. Come a few times a yep. week and check yep. on them. And Just check on them. Yeah. 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 A lot of people started to catch the vision or, you know, their perspective shifted during COVID when all of a sudden, you know, mom and dad that were in a care facility, like you couldn't go see them. Nope. Yeah. Because the facility shut down, they don't let outside visitors. And we started, you know, getting people being like, oh, I wish mom and dad were in my backyard instead of, you know, in the facility. Oh, yeah. So we've seen more people kind of exploring this even just because of that. Well, the way that I would look at it is, let's say my mom owned a house, she could either sell her house or we could do a reverse mortgage, Mm -hmm. however we want to do it, take that money and put it into the ADU Mm -hmm. that's in my backyard. Now she's not necessarily losing her equity completely. We're just transferring the equity over to somebody else who's going to yeah. take care of her but the reverse mortgage has to be owner occupied oh, so oh, gotta remember that. okay <laughs> that has worked see this is why we keep you around that's yeah. right that's right but uh, you're right yeah. though is that many times people do that the parents will sell their house um it takes a lot of effort on the the kids end and i just spoke with somebody this morning he's probably 60 his parents are 85 but he says i'm just pulling their teeth out trying to get them to move up here they live in portland they need to be next to me. They can take care of themselves, but I want them close. Right. So it's going to yeah. take some work. Yeah. And we're not, you know, jumping on everybody saying, you have to build it now. We have patience. We understand it takes time. It can take a couple of years to decide. So if mom and dad are to sell their house, then they can actually use that money to then invest into their new place right. on their kid's mm-hmm. lot. 
And if it's a matter of inheritance, there's ways to go about that with your siblings if they want to hash it out saying, well, you're getting all the inheritance. There's ways to go around that. Right. Yeah. So we just yeah. make sure mom and dad are taken care of. Yep. Right. That's the, yeah. yeah, that's the key. Yep. You know. Well, we've got a bunch of financing options too where we could pull some of that money in advance mm. to give you guys the money to build. Sure. Well, so they're not homeless in the in the meantime. Exactly. Or with the kids when they're like, mm-hmm. I don't really have room for them for... How long does it take? A year? I mean, how long does an ADU take? Yeah, that's a great question. So yeah. our process, um, it really depends on the, the permitting process. Cause Clark that, County. Clark, so let's take Clark County yep. um, as an example. Um, we've got about a, a three to four month permitting process uh, before we can even Is that now start. or is that normal? That's, well, it's become normal. That's a normal. quick one, yeah. I that's, would say that's a little bit quicker than... Some of them have been even uh, taking a little bit longer. It depends on the property. It depends on what they ask for. Um, some of the some of the properties are a little bit smoother, but Clark County requires you to do a building permit as well as a land use permit. So you're working with two different areas of the county. They don't communicate with each other, so you're answering the same questions to one or the other. Um, I recently spoke with somebody that works down there who's kind of the head of the building department, and he said land use wasn't going to have a say in it anymore wait till next year on some of these, then you won't have to worry about that. Um, and I guess they're taking out the land use permits for the ADUs. Yeah, which will help streamline it yeah. quite a bit. But still, it's just in Clark County, there's just the volume of permits that they're processing. It takes a while, right? Okay, and, and then so, the build time. So let's just say you're yeah. at four months. Yep, so you're at four months, then our build time is between three and four months. Okay. Because we're building from the ground up, you know, conventionally, we're not coming in with anything modular um, so it's a typical construction process, stick built, stick built. Yep. yep, the whole nine yards. And so um, our goal would be to get it down to 90 days. Um, but right now with the way the industry is and how busy everybody is, we just can't do that. So we're, we're a little more than that. So. What about Cowlitz County when you jump up there? How much does that change just from Clark to Cowlitz? You know, we're still kind of getting data on that. We haven't okay. built enough up there to know, like have a trend. Um, We did just recently permit one up there, and it took a little longer than we expected. Um, But was it cheaper? uh, It was a little little bit cheaper. Because from what I hear, and I don't know anything about this, I'm just like Cowlitz is way better than Clark in almost everything. Sure. When it comes to building, yeah, you know, quicker, cheaper, the more relaxed. The kind of the the flip side of that is that because they're uh, a smaller jurisdiction in the sense that they have smaller population. they're not as geared up at the like at the county level okay. to process stuff. So like, depending on where you're permitting, like they're they're sending building plans, you know, out to Olympia to get um, reviewed, okay. you know, rather than doing it in house. So it's things like that that can sometimes still take a while, even though you would think, oh, there's you know two people that work in that department at the county i should be able to just like call them and get it done totally some of that stuff is outsourced is what we found um so yeah we're still like it's been a good experience working with them up there uh, but we haven't seen a hugely significant difference in pricing in pricing and and time frame yeah and you know everybody in the county here Uh, well i mean we know yeah a lot of people. We, we have a good a handful of, of people. people that we can yeah. reach out to. Some of the permit techs, they're all nice, but they don't—they don't always know the right answer or questions. Um, and so, working with them on the initial intake appointment, they can be kind of reading a script and being like, "Well, this isn't there, but maybe it's just written up differently towards what is now asked for." So, a lot of times, there's a roundabout way to go 
uh, talking to the next level up and saying, okay, is this okay? And then they can kind of fly it through a little bit faster. Gotcha. Yeah. You think they're still learning about the process too, maybe? I think so. I think there's a little bit of turnover mm. uh, yeah. in staffing as well. And so that, yeah. um, we've noticed that there are times when it feels like we know more about their permitting process than they do, <laughs> um, just because we've been doing it for so long. Sure. Um, and that's no, you know, yeah, it can be frustrating for us, but, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, diss anybody. It's just that's the way it is. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, we don't know everybody, but we do this over and over and over. Sure. And that's actually one of the things that we talk about all the time is we like that we get to do that for our customers, right? Like, I can't imagine being a homeowner and being like, I'm going to permit my own ADU. Um, or, you know, b basically any building project, to be honest, mm -hmm. and try to go down to the county or the city. Yeah, where do get I start? What do I do? Yeah. What do you do? Like, <laughs> yeah. the fact that we still, like, run into the snags that we run sure. into, even though we do it all the time. There's not a like, checklist for a homeowner, like, from start to finish just to walk yeah, in. Yeah. You're going to miss. Like, you don't know, you don't know. Exactly. You're going to miss a yep. ton of stuff. You yeah. didn't even know to ask. You didn't, you didn't even, even know. know to go to this didn't department. didn't even know. Yeah. Yep. Especially, like, we were talking about with the, the building permit it's like you go in for a building permit i just want to build an adu they don't even know that there's a land use so you can get really into your building permit and then they're like we can't give this to you until you get land use to approve and you're like i didn't even know so then you have to track all the way back yeah. to land use yeah. So, yeah, so yeah doing your own permit would be horrible <laughs> i did my own permit for our adu but i i do it all the time so i right. knew how to yeah. pull my own permit sure yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so oh, go ahead. financing options yeah we have them so you have them. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, I do. So, yeah, Cardinal Financial. That's since I'm not wearing anything but a Levi's shirt. Levi's Financial. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it doesn't say identity here. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, Cardinal Financial, we've got a lot of options for financing ADUs. Yeah. So that's cool. And that's kind of how we all got this started, this conversation started anyway with this right. relationship was, hey, we have financing options. Yeah. So yeah. we can definitely do it for as little as, I mean, 5% down. Mm. Got some excellent options to get cool. some financing. and just for the ADU. So essentially it's the renovation products. It's that line of financing that we're going under. And one of them is just to build a complete detached ADU and it's part of the choice renovation products and conventional loans and yeah. it's totally doable. So yeah. easy, it's actually pretty easy. Like you already own a house, now you just become a, an investor. Yeah, so you can do a, a refinance one. into it if you already own the house yeah. or you can do a purchase at the same time financing that ADU yeah. as part of that purchase. So both that's, ways. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think people don't realize that you can do is the purchase at the same time as the main house, which that is something I would I would love to continue to learn more about that. I've gained a little bit of information from you, but yep. continuing to educate those who call us and say, how can I go about doing this? Uh, a lot of times in the past, especially it's, you know, it's a refinance or a HELOC or a construction mm -hmm. loan, um, but sometimes some of the people we send them to are not as consistent with those. And so we want to have good resources. We have a great list of resources. You guys have been great. So continuing to educate us so we can educate them is a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. so part of what, and obviously we've already talked about this as well, but, and you guys a little bit, but to tell the community is yeah. to get more classes going where we yeah. can train realtors because that's where most people start Absolutely. is with the realtor asking them the questions yep. so if we've got a couple thousand of them in the area and if we can do enough training to get them educated mm -hmm. i think that's really going to expand the adu community greatly yeah. just getting them 
talking about it, knowledgeable about it, and sharing about it up front. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you thought about this? Right. You know, and, and bringing it up. Because yeah. it's just, what, again, you don't know what you don't know. So people might not even think of that option. Mm-hmm. But they're, if a realtor, as they're talking, can be like, oh, well, your mom and dad are doing this, and you're over here, you mm-hmm. want to do this. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about doing this mm-hmm. together? Yeah. They might not have, right? You know, and it could just be the perfect marriage where we can afford this little house over here. We don't really like it, you know. They can afford yeah. this little thing, but yeah. together, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. we can both get what we want. Yep. You know, and so there is a lot of that that I don't think people mm-hmm. are even thinking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, it. that all so. goes back to what is an ADU, correct? And the education and being able to share that. A lot of the people we work with have found out about ADUs through their neighbor who we built for. Mm-hmm. You know, being like, mm-hmm. well, I heard about you through this person. Yeah. And then we get to educate them. And then, again, it just continues to circulate. But teaching a class, mm-hmm. kind of helping others out, especially realtors, would be huge for them and for us and for you. And we all work together. 100%. So. I think it's a win-win for everybody yeah, involved. I think so. And it's, you know, pioneering is difficult. Yeah. And you guys are pioneers. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether you want to be or not, you sure. are. So, sure. I mean, you're on the forefront of this thing. Yep. So, and that's just, it's always going to be harder. And, I mean, a lot of times, this is the hard part about it. A lot of times, it's the people that come in afterwards. That, mm-hmm. that are the mm-hmm. ones that crush it. Mm-hmm. You pave the way. Yeah. You know, sure. so that's something I'm sure you guys have yeah. in the forefront of your mind is to make sure you're not <laughs> right. those people, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that you got the longevity. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think same with us with financing. If we can stick around long enough to get everybody to know mm-hmm. what, what we're doing here, and we've, you know, the, the first can be the best and hopefully will be because we've been doing it longer than everybody else. Yep. You guys building them, us doing the financing. Yep. And then that partnership should be able to get Clark County, Yeah. you know, well-versed in yep. doing this easy and mm-hmm. just having a bunch of them all over mm-hmm. the county. Absolutely. So that's what obviously our goal is. But that leads me to a question I have for you guys is the more of these that are coming without expanding the footprint of, of Clark County, like just using what's already here, mm-hmm. how does that impact in your opinion? Like, I mean, where do people park yeah. that are putting these extra things? I mean, yeah. you know, how, what kind of a burden does that or impact, I mm-hmm. should say, does that have on, on the fire department, on the police right, department, right. on the schooling. Yeah, all the infrastructure yeah. plays I into mean, all of this. Yeah, and I think that's what's getting considered at both the jurisdiction level and the state level as you know we start to talk about housing crisis and density issues. Like it's not just, is there a room for somebody to sleep in, but it's all these other things, just like you said. Yeah. What about the schools? What about the parks? What about um, you know the fire department and the, you know, the sewer department that now is you know taking on you know, more households mm-hmm. than was planned on. So all of the infrastructure has to um, kind of keep up with all of this. Um, and I have talked to some leaders in some jurisdictions that are concerned about it. You know, they're like, hey, look, from our perspective as a city, like we have to be careful not to just say, yeah, everybody build as many ADUs as you want. Because they said, all of a sudden, we're not going to be able to support that with our infrastructure. Um, so you brought up parking. That's one of the things that the new state bill addresses. Um, there's some differences between, you know, whether, you know, parking for an ADU will have to be required on site or whether it can be street parking. Most of the time it's going to be street parking. So there, so that is, it's going to impact, you know, how many cars are parked on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, it impacts, you know, how many kids are walking to school or how many kids are at this bus stop because all of a sudden now, you know, if every single house in a neighborhood puts an ADU in, you just doubled the amount of households that you have in the, yeah. in the neighborhood. Um, and not that everybody's got a kid or, you know, we're talking about a lot of, you know, maybe older retired, retired sure. couples moving sure. in. But um, but still, the impact to that community 
is significant. It is. Um, and so there's there's two sides to that coin, right? And as much as I think everybody should build an ADU because I think they benefit so much, like we're also working here in the community that we live in and we don't necessarily just want to, you know, change everything, you know? And so that's part of the effort that we take in our process is we want to design ADUs, we want to build ADUs in a way that don't negatively impact the neighborhood that they're in. Awesome answer. Uh, and so, yeah, so I mean, that's something that we're passionate about. Like our, our tagline, you know, for our company is improve life. Like that's our point mm -hmm. here. You know, and that includes, you know, the people we work for, the communities that we work in, the people we work with, mm -hmm. um, you know, our employees. Um, we want to improve life. And we think that by building ADUs, we're doing that. And so, like, we really believe in what we're doing. Um, but it does come with this tension of, you, think about you know, what's things. the impact yeah. of what you're doing. Yeah, yeah so. I mean, I, I've been through some neighborhoods in Portland that are pretty loose with having multiple addresses per mm -hmm. lot mm -hmm. it's not fun to drive through those neighborhoods <laughs> sure, some sure. of the you know what i mean when it's like you got a car coming that way and you're coming this way and, yeah. and you, one of you gets to go through right mm -hmm. you know what i mean because there's cars all the way down right i'm looking at that i'm like i don't want that yeah over here so and i don't yeah. think you would get to that you know but because i just don't we're not that dense sure you know over sure. here but it is something I've thought about. <laughs> it is something I've thought about. Yeah. yeah. So I was just wondering how you guys are addressing mm -hmm. that. But if yeah. everybody puts a duplex in their backyard, yeah. right. I mean that's yeah. going to have an impact. You know, mm -hmm. you know, they're gonna, like, that's the answer to the housing crisis. And you have one family that moves into one, one family of three moves into one, and one family of four moves into the other duplex. Now mm -hmm. you have nine people between two dwellings plus the main house, which might have four or five. So now yeah. you have, in one lot you have 12, 13 people. Yep impacting that's got to impact the utilities yeah does, you know, yeah. Um, yeah the yeah. amount of water that you're using mm -hmm. the amount of electricity that you're using so that good question because now each one would have its own meter is not that how necessarily works? no um depends on the jurisdiction right now um but you know take city of vancouver for example we're allowed to hook up to existing utilities. Really? So same power meter, same water meter. I would not have guessed that. Same sewer lateral. I would have thought it would have been a separate meter. Me too. For, yeah. Yeah. So, Me so too. That, there's an option for that. As, you know, and we do that a lot with power um, for electricity. Many people want either you know a, a second service brought in for the ADU just just for electrical capacity on the property. Sure. Mm. And that's pretty easy to do, uh, depending on the lot. Um, but we don't have to. Gotcha. Um, if there's room on the panel on the main house, we can run the ADU from the main house. And then you're tying into the existing sewer line too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sewer. Okay. So what do you do when you're on septic? So on septic, it gets a little tricky because yeah, because septic systems are designed for you know obviously a certain capacity. Number right? of bedrooms, right? Exactly. So they define yeah. that by number of bedrooms, uh, and so depending on how the property is going to get used with the addition of the ADU. Sometimes if the main house has less usage than it used to, then you can convert one of those bedrooms into an office. Okay. Um, you know, if it's not needed to be a bedroom, if you're not going to have that many people live in there, mm -hmm. then you can convert that bedroom and then Bonus now, room or a bedroom or an office, yep. not a bedroom, but yeah. an office or yeah. something else. Okay. So then it frees up a, a bedroom designation on the, on the septic that we can apply to the ADU Wow. without doing too many septic upgrades. Okay. Sounds like a separate permit. <laughs> it, it does, but um, it's just a process actually with the assessor's office to do that. Gotcha. Um, but then the... The other option is that we actually do add capacity to the septic system 
by adding a you know an auxiliary tank at the ADU or maybe another drain field line okay uh, for the drain field or leach field but then you're running into limitations on where you can put the Lots ADU size. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. because yes. the septic has to have because a certain septic, amount of yep. setback mm-hmm. right yeah you have mm-hmm. to have a certain distance from the septic and then uh, they also make you maintain a reserve area um, in case your septic fails you have to have another place to put yep. a new septic sure. system in uh, so that is a little more tricky, and that's usually when you're working out in rural jurisdictions, mm-hmm, yep. when you're outside of the urban growth boundary. But typically, those are bigger lots, right? Exactly. So yeah, so it's a it's a give and take there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Within the urban growth boundary, there are still certain neighborhoods that are still on septic. You know, even though there's city sewer um, close by, there there are a few pockets in Clark County that there are, are still on septic. Yep. Is the, what's the hookup rule on that? I thought it was like. Yeah. What is, there was a rule about yeah, it. Yeah, so there is a rule that if we build an ADU, then we have to hook the property up to both sewer. Yeah. Yeah, both yeah, both the main house and the ADU then have now to get have hooked to up over. to sewer. If it's within a certain distance? Yeah. Within a certain distance, yeah, but in general, and they even deal with that in this new house bill, is that they are going to allow jurisdictions to require that like across the board, that if you wow. if you build an ADU and you're within the urban growth boundary, it must be serviced by public sewer. And then do you have to decommission and remove the septic? Or yeah, do you just... and that's a process of basically just, um, you pump the septic tank, you break the bottom out of it, you fill it with sand, and that's decommissioning it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like another permit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it, if you're building an ADU, that's just all part of your, your plumbing permit. But gotcha. They do inspect it, yes. Yep, <laughs> yep. Yep. So what yeah. have we not asked you that you've been itching to tell the world about? Mm. I know. Where is By our the world, list? I mean all 12 of us that are going to watch this. That's right. That's right. But you know what? There's going to be more. We're going to advertise it too. We're going no, to We're going to share it with our friends. I think there's many of uh, our friends and family members are like, what do you do again? And they ask us. But well, You said um, something that was in, I, I wanted to jump back to is like most of the people who find out about you guys are from a neighbor who built mm-hmm. an ADU because mm-hmm. the neighbors are like, Mm-hmm. What are you guys? What are you guys building? They're Locking like, oh, their dog and snooping. Yeah, we're moving backyard. my mom into the yeah. backyard, yeah. and they're like, "You can do that." Yeah, we get a lot of good response from that. Like, we have people ask us all the time, like, "Do the neighbors get mad when you build an ADU?" And the honest answer is no. Like, we don't have like the neighborhood doesn't typically get mad at us when we're in building. They're usually curious. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of good conversations and have built multiple units in the same neighborhood because of having been there and people seeing it hmm. my marketing brain just went exploded for a second because mm-hmm. i'm like <laughs> what we should do is take one of the adus that you built in a neighborhood and then do a like a, a postcard campaign mm-hmm. to the rest of the neighbors so we saying do like, that hey on, check it out we do that on most of our builds okay. yeah and so and actually on the majority of our builds we do an open house for the neighborhood at the end of the build So they've seen our sign in the front yard. They've seen the construction process for the past three or four months. Okay. And then we send a a flyer out at the end and say, hey, come see it. Yeah. And we do a day or two where the neighborhood can come walk through it. 
I we, went through the Richfield one. Yeah. yeah. We advertise it too. We advertise it on our webpage and in other areas. We send out an email to all current clients and people we've been talking with. Um, but the majority of people that show up are neighbors. Mm. They all come with that flyer in their hand. They're like, I got this flyer and I've been watching you guys here. Yep. <clears throat> so they're curious. Yep. They're very curious. It is. It's the curiosity yeah. standpoint. Do you have to paint the house to match? Like, you know, there are some rules that, that state that. We have okay. not had any jurisdiction hold our mm. feet to the fire on mm. that yet. Um, there are, uh, there's some language in a lot of the rules that say, you know, it has to match the style or characteristic of the main house. Okay. Some jurisdictions are even more specific. You know, they want the same roof pitch or something wow. like that. Um, we usually just, because we've pre-designed all of our plans, we usually are submitting what we have and if they want it changed we'll change it but otherwise most of the time it just flies through wow yeah no didn't know what he was doing over here i know i got it no. there's 30 minutes on that camera you have to reset it every 30 minutes oh, okay. Oh. okay so that I and we can little, edit all this little, right exactly yeah. the thing on my watch that just says like hey don't forget Get to ready. restart the camera yeah. that one's 30 minutes too but that's right i don't need to be on camera anymore. <laughs> you guys do Mm. Uh, cool. Well, this was like super informative. Yeah. Like, I think this is the answer to the housing crisis that I think Clark County is having right mm -hmm. now. But let's touch on that because we sure. haven't talked mm -hmm. about that. Yeah. Really. So let's touch on that. Bring that up. And what, what is your opinion on that, on, on the affordability of housing? How does sure. this help solve that? Yeah. Well, obviously, it's, uh, it's in our face every day, right? Like, we don't have enough places for people to live. Uh, and even more so right here in Clark County than other parts of the country. Uh, we have people moving here every day and we need places for them to live. Uh, so what this does is it actually does put more housing units in Vancouver without having to, you know, rezone everything, you know, start putting in even more multifamily complexes. This allows more units to go in uh, zonings that have been zoned for single-family residences and so all of a sudden we just opened up the entire urban growth area to be able to add more units in a way that we couldn't before because you were only allowed to have one house right mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden we can have two and now even three mm -hmm. if you add two ADUs um, so I think it benefits hugely um, and then with the, the prices in the market right now, what it does is it gives some lower cost housing. Um, not that ADUs are, you know, super cheap, but um, it gives more rental opportunities. Mm. Um, we're seeing, like we've talked about, we're seeing more families band together to pool their resources. Mm -hmm. And this is a great way to do that and is inviting for families to do that now that everybody gets their own space. Sure. Right? Everybody gets their own house. And you're still building wealth that way. And you're they're not still, renting. Exactly. Yeah. You're still building wealth. Um, that's one other thing that we that haven't touched on yet. One thing that's changed is that um, they're now allowing ADUs um, to be sold and purchased as condos. Huh. Uh, which means, technically, and here again, I'm not the legal expert, but what I read in it is that now somebody could own the ADU without being the property owner. Mm. And the possibilities there are just go all over the place. Right. Wow. I can't even wrap my head yeah. around that. Yeah. It's yes. a lot. Yeah. Now I that can is. sell my 25-year-old son the condo that's in my backyard. And he gets to build equity in that real estate 
at a price point cheaper than going and buying the house down the road. Yeah. Yep. That's huge. That that has the potential to change everything. Yes. How do you rezone the lot? I mean, how? You well, know. you don't. So, uh, yeah. And I and I am not. I'd love to talk to somebody that's an expert in, in condos and how that works. Um, but somehow, I'm struggling somehow, with it up here right somehow now. Somehow, it's it's gonna work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I can see it working, but I can yeah. just see a lot of. I mean, so like backyard space i mean mm-hmm. where do you draw the line mm-hmm. is it just shared space now or is it right you know what that's I mean? exactly yeah. it yeah. yeah i don't know and if it's not sold to family is mm-hmm. they sell it to somebody else that you don't like yeah that's in your backyard and yeah. they have to use your side gate to get around sure. you know what i mean like yeah, those kind exactly. of things i can yeah there could there's a gray area there that's going to be the unknown but it will work but I, yeah but it's unknown sure. yeah but I think in changing some of these regulations, it's going to force some of that to get figured out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you got to start somewhere. We got to start with one step, and so I think that's going to provide an opportunity for somebody, you know, younger people to maybe purchase something yep. rather than renting. For sure, in. that was moving in the right direction. Though. Exactly, that's for sure. Yep. I mean, we got the, we have yep. the crisis. We all know it's mm-hmm. here. Yep. Affordability is out of control. Absolutely. I mean, I'm worried about my kids ever mm-hmm. being able to afford a yep. home. You know. Yep. This solves the problem. It I does. mean, there's a real need for what you guys are doing yeah. here in this community. Yep. This solves a huge problem. Yeah. So I'm really grateful for you guys, and I hope oh. you're the ones that rise to the top and just own Thanks. this market. Thanks. And absolutely crush it. And I hope yeah. we can be a part of rising with you and yeah. this, you know, Same. market because I, I really do. I mean, I'm scared for like so my 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 parents have two extra houses, and okay. not because they're great investors, just because my dad's kind of a hoarder, and, you know, so he never sure. gets rid of anything. Yeah. But they've turned into these huge assets for mm-hmm. us, and I'm thinking, I'm like, I mean, for my kids and, and my nieces and nephews and yeah. stuff, I'm like, they might not be able to afford. I mean, if things keep going like this, mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it, but yeah. it's looking like the haves and the have-nots are, the middle yeah. class is just going away, it is. right? It really and so is. you got the working poor, and you're getting the rich elite, yep. and you know, most of us are getting caught in the middle. Of <laughs> That's right. You know, yeah. and so this solves such a big, such a big problem. So yeah. I'm yeah. all for it. Whatever you guys need help with moving any initiatives forward or cool. anything like that, call on us too because we definitely want to be a part cool. of this. It does. Yeah. So, it solves a lot yeah. of problems. I'm seeing people talking about just today on Yahoo News that mm-hmm. they were talking about um, 40, 50, 60, 100 year mortgages. <laughs> are what they're going to start rolling out. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Because wow. people can't afford these payments. Yeah. The yeah. only way Years to get into is it like, is you're going to have to extend the term out. Yeah. Yeah. Even insane. extending the term out to 40 years, you're still you're lowering your payment. What, maybe 50 months a month? It's not that much. Yeah. But, I mean, but we, I mean, we've seen 40 years. Mm-hmm. They've come and gone with right. you know the 08 stuff. But yeah. 50, 75, 100 years? Yeah, that's insane. Like I remember when I mean, car payments... Like a regular car payment was like four years, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was like five years. I'm yep. seeing like eight year car uh-huh. payments. I've, I've seen one at 15. A car? I've seen, I've seen a car payment, a car loan at 15 years. I was like, must have been a pretty expensive like, car. It's like an RV. Yeah, like RV. right. Yeah. 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 That's, so that's the, their solution <laughs> it's just extend the terms. Mm-hmm. Banks make more money, right? Because they raise the interest rate to yeah. extend the term out. Yeah. So, I mean, they're all winning on it, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're never gonna have that thing paid off. Yeah, no. So, yeah, I love what you guys are doing. I think it all goes, again, back to the education part, is if we can help educate, you guys can help educate, because I'm thinking about it now, and it, 
a lot of people aren't aware of what you can do with an ADU. They see a tiny home on the TV and they're like, oh, that'd be a fun idea, but they don't realize what you can do with that tiny home. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, like we were talking about with family, you build it for your parents, someday you have to say goodbye to mom and dad, but then your kids get to utilize it. And then mm -hmm. it continues to go on and on. Mm -hmm. Maybe then you move into it and your kids get the main house. Yeah. Right. And it just is a recirculating asset to your whole entire Turn your property, main house into an family. Airbnb. Yes, right. for sure. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you yeah, want to do the snowbird thing, you yes. can move into the ADU, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. rent this out. Just, and, I, yeah. I never yeah. even thought of the snowbird thing. Like, that's perfect case scenario right, right yeah. there. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That is perfect. Yep. It is perfect. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and another thing I was thinking of, I don't know why I was thinking about this, but, like, people with, with you know, kids with disabilities mm -hmm. that they'll never be able to fully move out on their own. That is a huge one. they're functioning enough mm -hmm. where it would be really great to have a little separation for the parents. We finally. just actually finished mm -hmm. a unit this summer um, for that exact situation. Or they mm -hmm. moved. They moved their son into the backyard. He got some of his, you know, independence. You know, yep. his space. He's yep. functional, yeah, but he's still bit. close. Um, and there are cool things that you could do with that that we explored in that process of like connecting the smoke alarms to the main house or something oh, like. There are yeah, things yeah. that you can do. Maybe lowering to actually, the cabinets to yep, a certain level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've got another one that we're just mm -hmm. uh, yeah. we're pulling final inspection on this week. That is a wheelchair accessible unit. So we did all the low cabinets and the roll under sinks and the roll in shower and yeah. all of that so um yeah so we're set up to do all of those things to help you know uh equip people to mm -hmm. take care of their loved ones in the way that they want to we're going to see a lot more of that in the future mm -hmm. yeah by the way yeah that's I, super cool I, yeah there's there's i read a staggering statistic the other day that talked about the amount of boomers that were moving into extended living mm -hmm. or moving in with their uh with their children um and it's it's a huge strain. I don't know if you guys have been through that, but it is a huge strain mm -hmm. on a family to be able to have somebody move in, you know, and they don't have their own space anymore. Yeah. And yeah, I, I wish this would have been an option for me mm -hmm. five years mm -hmm. ago. Mm -hmm. It would have been an absolute godsend. Yeah. 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 Is that your ideal demographic too? Is that what you're seeing more as multifamily? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, a lot of the marketing and, and sharing with others, you know, three years ago, we talked a lot about rental benefits of how it would how it would pan out if you did this and why it would be so great to have an ADU. People would rather live in an ADU in your backyard than an apartment where you have somebody above you and beside you and pounding on the walls and stuff. Yeah. But we've seen, like Luke was saying, 90% uh, of our people that we build with, it's for a family member. Yeah. We just built one for my mother-in-law. And again, it's the same thing. We shared a kitchen and shared a house for six months during the build and I'm so thankful we have our own space again yeah. because we love each other more with the wall between us. Yeah, sure. So yeah. on that point, we kind of we kind of uh, walk the walk of what we talk. Amanda's got the ADU on her property. I'm actually currently living in one of our units that's on a family member's property. Oh, cool. Um, so I am experiencing um, even living. You know what it's like living in one of our smaller units. I've got a 450 square foot unit that I'm living in. Wow. Uh, and it's wonderful. I love it. Um, so, like, I'm not afraid to promote this because I know it works. Less to clean, mm -hmm. yeah. less to heat. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Less to maintain. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, um, I like what you were touching on about just with technology. I mean, if you have people, instead of the care, like we brought up earlier, I mean, five to ten grand a month. Yeah. And sometimes people, they don't need that much. Mm -hmm. But if you had, I mean, even depending on how much privacy they wanted, you could have cameras. Mm -hmm. You could have, you know, yep. I mean, just ways to talk to them with that. Yep. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. see what's going on in Absolutely. the smoke detectors and all that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, 
It drives each other nuts, though. Our our smoke alarm, when we were redoing ours, it went off, and then mom's went off, and I could hear hers going off, and she would be like, why is it going off again? But just laugh about it. But it is. It's a good thing for them. Absolutely. And it keeps them yeah. safe. Again, it lets them have their own space. You can wave it at each other in the morning, so you don't always have to be knocking on each other's door saying, are you okay? Are you doing mm-hmm. okay? But you know that they're safe and okay and well and all that. There's so much value in that, too. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've made the drive to my mom's house and just being like man i hope she had a good night mm-hmm. you know yeah. and yeah 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 exactly yep. how Stressful. quick you can get to them too because mm-hmm. i mean just yeah. a couple of years ago i was at at work at, at our uh, previous office and i got a call my mom's like i just fell down the stairs oh i mean you know that feeling that yeah you're like mm, right you just drop everything right. and go yeah you know and you can't get there fast the, enough the panic mm-hmm. that, that that sunk in well, I mean, if she was in my backyard, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I mean, it's just, it solves yeah. so many problems. It really yeah. does. You know? Yeah, it solves so many problems. Yeah. So, yeah, It's a blessing, it. yeah. It's a blessing for you guys, and it's a blessing for the person you're doing it for also. If it's a family member, like Luke was talking about, the, the family that we just did it for, they built it for their son. To him, it's a huge blessing. He gets to, he loves to do music. He makes great music. Um, and so he gets to have his own space. He's an ad- adult now, and so he, it's a really cool experience for him. And seeing how excited he was about it, it makes the parents even more thankful and blessed that they did it. For and sure. again, it, they're just giving something to their family that their family wouldn't have been able to, to got or have gotten on their own. Right. Yeah. Should go do a video on that. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then well, the, really the long-term gain of this financially, yeah. though, the long-term gain. I mean, you're only getting more benefit. Right. Mm-hmm. As this thing goes on, right. you know what I mean, with value of yeah. of your house. So yeah. there's really there's no downside. No, to there's it, really not. You know. Yeah. If you can afford to get in. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, we ha- we haven't really touched on that yet in this conversation of like what yeah. does an ADU cost? Um, you know, we've and like I said, you've got all the the um, you know products to be able to finance it, um, yeah. which is great. Um, but one thing, you know, when you ask what do people need to know, a misconception that we get a lot is actually what an ADU costs, uh, yeah. because they're not 50 grand. They're not 50 grand. Yeah, exactly. They're really not a hundred grand. Yep. Um, our cheapest product is around 200. Yeah. Uh, and that's where it starts for a small one. And they goes up to, you know, 300 and above. Um, but, um, even that, and, and we get a lot of like, I tell people that and they're like, Whoa, I had no idea. Um, and yet if you compare that in context with the market that we're in, like, where are you gonna gonna go buy a house for two hundred grand? Not, you're not. Yeah, especially where a brand are you gonna go buy house. a house for three hundred grand? The neighborhood though, you're, you're gonna not. get it in. And the yeah. neighborhood, exactly. Yeah, you're gonna be putting so, it in a higher quality. Even though it sounds like, oh, like we're not just putting a shed in the backyard. Like this is a house. It's a full livable house, um, and you're getting it for way less then you'd go buy the fixer-upper that needs to be gutted mm-hmm. and totally remodeled. For sure. And it's brand new. And mm-hmm. it's brand spanking new. Yeah. 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 It and comes with everything. Everything. with garages. Yep. Mm-hmm. We do. I know. So, yeah, we have yeah. some 800-square-foot units with a little one-car garage yeah, so um, that are just adorable. Yeah. And they, you know, two-bedroom, you know, big old kitchen. They live way bigger than you think they would. Yeah. The vaulted ceilings, yeah. too. Vaulted yep. ceilings make it feel so much bigger. We design in a way that we try to maximize the feeling of the space. Uh, because, there again, you don't want to live in something that feels cramped, For even sure. though it's a small space. So we put the effort into building things that are enjoyable to live in. 
Well, I, when we saw the one with the garage, we both went to the same place. We were like, oh, all those those places down in the in in like um, like downtown, in, downtown yeah, downtown, yeah. Mm-hmm. north of downtown, that have like the alleyways in the back yep. with yeah. the garages. Yeah. Like yeah. that, yep. that'd be perfect. So you would have totally. to actually come in and maybe do some demo mm-hmm. at the same time. And we so. do that fairly yeah. often. Where we'll okay. we'll replace an existing, you know, detached garage. Uh, with one of our units because you're not grandfathered in with those old setback rules right you have to well we weren't but this new regulation <laughs> does you oh, can especially yeah. those so now a property that abuts an alleyway a public alleyway you're allowed to build on the property line of the alleyway no just like those way. old garages just like the garage yep yep Yep. So actually one thing that we've done to address those garages specifically, a lot of those old garages are 24 by 24. Yep. So we actually have a unit that fits that footprint. <laughs> that's what. That, that's exactly what we and saw. And so that's We're exactly like, why we designed it that way because now anybody that has one of those old garages, you could set this ADU in exactly that same spot and it doesn't impact your yard at all. Right. Because it's just replacing the building that you and have. And now you still have a garage mm-hmm. and you have an ADU yep. on top of it. Yeah. Man cave yeah. or she shed, or, or you know, mm-hmm. garage or not. Mm-hmm. Like Office. we can build some of those. In fact, just about any of our units, we could put a garage under. Um, and so that twenty-four yeah, by twenty-four. With the height restrictions gone. Yeah, exactly. With the height restrictions gone, we can do two-story just yeah. about anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Don't move your elderly parents into a two-story. No. No. Yeah. Just, no. 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 Don't do that. that they get the house. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's some challenges associated yeah. with that. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, the downtown stuff, that, I mean, to me, just for an investment standpoint, mm-hmm. my yeah. mind was like, because, I mean, downtown is just getting started. I know it's, it's that whole waterfront area is amazing right it now, is. but it's still, it, it 10 still, years from now, I we're going to be like, oh, I wish I would have bought mm-hmm. in 2023. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's going to happen again. It's going to yep. happen again. It's coming. It is. It's so coming. those right now, having a, a two unit income property in downtown Vancouver Forget right now. It. Yeah. Forget it. You're not even yeah. going to be able to find It's going to be like a San Francisco mm-hmm. thing here. That's where you Airbnb you know. it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's yeah. going to want to come visit. 100%. Yep. We're there. Yeah. I mean, there are people, which is so weird to me that people, yeah. we used to be Van Tucky. I mean, you guys <laughs> I, I know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We were yeah. Van Tucky. Yeah. All my Van Portland Tucky. friends always made fun of me for being yeah. north of the river. And now they're like, hey, we come over to the new waterfront. I I'm know. like, <laughs> that's my waterfront. That's yeah. right. You're not yeah. allowed to. You're from Portland. You didn't want that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now, yeah. now you're making fun of them mm-hmm. for living in yeah. Portland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, how things have A lot changed. of migration from Portland to Vancouver yeah. right now, too. So, yep. yeah. Well, I appreciate having you guys on here. Like, Absolutely. I think there's Thanks so many, so many great nuggets yeah. from this. I think just like spreading the love and making sure that people know about mm-hmm. this and like what the possibilities are, especially with the new changes. We'll do this again mm-hmm. when they, yeah. when they, when the new changes come yeah. out. We'll be like, yeah. okay, Definitely. what's new? What's the update? Yep. What's changed? We yep. can build four in our backyard right. now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Ten in our yes. backyard now. Yeah. That'd be good. High rises. ADU high rises. Before ADU. Yeah. Yes. Underground ADU. There we go. Oh, goodness. Cool. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. So that's that.